or sponsorship of Bonneville International Denver. You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start on ESPN Radio 1600. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Got it. 4 1 in the afternoon. It is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5. Oh, and always streaming around the country and around the globe. But the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan, that site is racecentralmedia.com. Uh, same old address, but all new content, 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 content. That's the key in our uh, new and exciting. Uh, video and audio streaming podcast house right there. And City does a great job on that as well as the podcast of this here program on denverfan.com. If you're a regular, you know I'm a super big fan of, of everything Trans Am. Uh, some of my mentors when I got into professional driving were champions in Trans Am and still I'm honored to call them very good friends to this day. And uh, what uh, th- this series has morphed into with, you know, all the help of, well, John Claggett and, and all his folks is very damn impressive. And Trans Am 2 might be the biggest bang, the best bang for the buck uh, in racing in, in America, in my opinion. And our next guest on the program is your 2022 champion. But without a little bit of luck, Thomas Merrill, boy, you and Rafa, uh, you, you had guys certainly uh, beat each other up all season, but uh, you had to just about do everything but uh, clean the kitchen sink uh, in Coda to get your championship. Congratulations. Hey, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it was a heck of a weekend, and, and you're right, <laughs> we, had to do, we had to do everything we possibly could have to to get that championship. And um, I, I still can't believe our luck that it actually came our way. It was pretty cool. Yeah, you uh, obviously, and I was there with the Trans Am folks. I was there with uh, uh, Stevens Miller, and I want to say 2018, I think. And to watch um, the speed and and how fast those T two cars get around that place, I mean, fast and flowing. I'm not even sure is is the proper vernacular, but obviously the place uh, uh, fits you pretty damn well. Yeah, it it, it fit us and and our our Coke Camaro really really well. I mean, it, it it's it's always been a strong place for me personally i've spent a lot of time there in in uh, various different categories and it's a great place to race it it offers a lot of opportunity for overtaking thankfully that didn't happen to me at all <laughs> that race but if you need to overtake it's easy to do there um and the, the amount of pavement you have access to is is a different dynamic for us and so the way Trans Am enforces track limits is basically non-existent, and so we, we basically make the track our own, and we we cut across any curbs we can, and it, it really opens up the the playing field quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, you had to get the pole, you got the pole, you had to get the win, you got the win. Uh, but it, it, I mean, it it turned your way pretty early, though. Rafa makes contact the first lap, gets some damage, and then has a horrific uh, brake failure. I watched um, I watched the video. He's been on the program many, many times. Watched the video online. I mean, that that was a that was a big off, but uh, it, it kind of laid out early. But then you also had to fend off, uh, you know, everybody coming from behind. 
Yeah, man. It, it, I'll tell you what, it, it was pretty low pressure for us going in because the, the mathematics of the championship were such a long shot that, you know, it, it, it made it easier for us. We didn't think we had that big of a shot. So we just focused on the here and now and, and to do the best job we could. And it, it really was a lot of fun until about halfway through the race when I saw Rafa unfortunately grind to a halt trackside, and then it, it sort of became real that, oh, this, this championship is actually possible now. And then the second half of the race with Connor Zilich on my tail the whole time, it was, it was about as stressful as it, it can possibly be. Yeah, I mean, did, were you? Uh, yeah, that's it is the fun thing about Cody. He can do a lot of a lot of curb jumping there. Um, I mean, let's just so the season's over. You got the championships. Let's just call it what it is. Were you use, using some strategic uh, placement of the race car on the racetrack? How's that for political BS? Huh? A hundred percent. It was it was full defense right right from the the, the start and. Uh, you know, not breaking any rules, obviously, but doing the best Never. I could to to defend the position. And and full credit to Connor for racing me clean. You know, he and I have, have had some contact early in the season, and you know, he's only 16 years old, so he's he's got a lot of career development ahead of him and a lot of maturity to to gain. But just over the course of the season, I've noticed his racecraft improve and the way that he drives the car uh, improve and. And he raced like like a seasoned professional that whole time, and and I owe a lot to him for for racing clean for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, 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 from uh, to do, do a little due diligence, uh, it, it's it sounds pretty obvious or clear that he could have turned you. Oh, absolutely, um, and I wouldn't have blamed him to be honest with you. But I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly glad he didn't. <laughs> Did you know? Uh, again, a little birdie told me you didn't really know the championship was yours until you went into victory lane. But were you getting feedback from the from the team, or I mean, you a talker, or were, it was just quiet? But you were doing that calculating in your brain uh, when you were out there. Were they kind of giving you feedback that hey, this this could happen, or did you do that on your own? You know, the the funny part was during some of the yellows, the the crew were talking to one another over the radio channel about kind of trying to figure out the numbers on everything. And uh, I was kind of just listening to it, kind of go back and forth. And they were still crunching the numbers, trying to figure it out. And we weren't really sure exactly on some of those numbers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we knew we were close, but I had absolutely no idea that, that we did it until until Ben told me in, in victory lane there. What was that moment like for you? It was uh, – it was pretty emotional. I didn't quite know how to react. I, I like I said, I, I knew there was a chance, but I, I didn't know it was real, and it, it didn't even feel real at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. It didn't feel real until the crew came over and, and, and gave me a big group hug. And um, you know, we've been working so hard, and we've had a lot of adversity this season. We had some some mechanical failures early in the year. We had some issues with with getting taken out of some races and uh the crew and the, the people i have around me have haven't really let off the gas pedal all season long and um it, we kind of all felt like this 800 pound gorilla got off our back as soon as we knew that that we what we had achieved um because i feel like we've we've earned that for over the last couple seasons but just haven't been able to to make it a reality for one reason or another so man it was just it was just a relief more than anything yeah i been there. I know how that feels. It's like you're 
welled up with emotion, but a lot of that emotion is just like, God, thank God, you know? So, yeah, you know, a, a big, absolutely. yeah, a big, uh, we're talking to Thomas Merrill, your uh, 2022 uh, Trans Am 2 champion. Uh, are you, is your deal solid? Are you back for next year? What's, what's in the works with, with you? Yeah, I'll be back with Cope next year. Sweet. I'm um, looking forward to defending that title. Um, still working on, on, you know, anything else that I'm doing in, in motorsports, but for now, definitely committed to Trans Am 2 for next year. Damn good racing, man. It really, it really is. It's just like, wow. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Aussie V8 supercars because they, 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 nobody out there hasn't seen anything they don't want to hit, and everybody's balls to the wall all the time. Like, could I say that on the radio? I guess I did. Uh, you know, it's good stuff, but it, is it also reassuring that you can do positive and, and, um, forward thinking and and strategic stuff for next year already knowing that you've got your drive done so now you can just focus on bigger and better absolutely yeah it's it's definitely a load off to know that we've we've got our core group moving forward and, and we're not going to have to to really do a lot of work in the off season as far as putting the pieces together we have everything we need and we just need to make sure that we go through the motions and and do a good job with with what we have for sure. Yeah, the champagne goes down a lot smoother when you know you're not uh, unemployed for uh, 2023. Uh, hey, real quick, we got about a minute left. What do what do you need to do as a driver to be better next year in about 30 seconds or less? You know, I I, I think we can we can do a better job with with racing harder. Um, I think I was a little conservative through the mid, middle part of the season, um, and I think now that I know that I've won this championship, I can. I can go out there, elbows out a little bit more, and and stake my claim to my territory a little bit better, and hopefully win more races. Yeah, scratch. Just like the dog, scratch out your territory. Uh, triumph for uh, Thomas Merrill is what it says. Your 2022 Trans Am two champion. It's great to catch up with you, young man. Uh, I look forward to seeing you back on the track next season. Uh, back up your championship, and uh, we'll be watching. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it, Thomas Merrill, right there. Your 2022 Trans Am. Two champion. We'll be watching him big time in 2023. It is Race Central on the radio. Brought to you in part by Podium Karting Center. Hey, 100 days to the Daytona 500, our 16th annual big party. It's the second annual bash after the clash. Save the date. Mark your calendar February 19th. More information at Facebook slash Kurt Hansen or PodiumKarting.com. It's PodiumKarting.com. Boy, what can I tell you? Great hour number one of the books. Hour number two just getting revved up. We're back after this. Sixteen minutes after the hour, it is uh, the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It's three to five. It's the drive. What we do every Friday is, uh, well, we go 24-7, 365, which is a lot of fun. So as the season begins to uh, wind down, congratulations. Uh, this deal was wrapped up a long time ago. Max Verstappen, Maxi Axe, as I call him, in Formula One. Uh, NHRA still to settle a bunch of championships this weekend, except for Pro Stock, uh, congratulations to Erica Enders. Good to catch up with Thomas Merrill, your 2022 Trans Am 2 ta- champion. Good stuff right there. Uh, c- congratulations to Joey Logano. 
Uh, we'll uh, we'll hear some stuff from uh, Joy here in just a moment. But I just had to look up. So the new president who I interviewed at Phoenix this past weekend, Letitia Causey, and she is a longtime uh, Phoenician, big time community development executive. Uh, First black president in NASCAR history uh, and only a second woman to hold the, the president position in Phoenix International Raceway. Julie Geis is the president uh, going out and uh, she's still going to be very, very busy. Uh, she's very, very popular and she's the president of the new Chicago Street Course Race, which is going to be, boy, talk about packed. Uh, that's going to be uh, it's going to be a must-see event. I know I will be there. And uh, Again, save the date, uh, February 19th, 100 days to Daytona 500 party at Podium Karting Center. Uh, bigger and better than ever. It's all free. Save the date and to keep up with everything going on, podiumkarting.com. But as we move into the holiday season, hey, talk about a great venue for your holiday party, your corporate parties. They got carting, axe throwing, great food. It's a great environment. It's just a really cool place. And oh, by the way, the race car uh display in the foyer is pretty darn cool too so be sure and save that date if you're looking for a venue for your holiday party corporate party uh, corporate event a team building whatever it may be uh, podium carding is a place to be podium carding.com uh so on that note, and we're getting ready to talk to Photo Joe Star. We'll talk a lot of NASCAR, also some local Joe stuff. But let's, uh, and I got to get to this comment. Uh, and I was in the media center a lot. And I did not hear Joy Logano makes comments on his hot ass wife comment in the media center. <laughs> I would have to get, I did not see that one. I talked to uh, our good friend, um, uh, Lee Spencer did a great interview with her. That is on Ray Central. Actually, check that. It's on Fox, uh, uh, not on Fox Sports. It is on Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, Pacros and I were going to connect, but boy, that guy, he's constant motion. No wonder he's so skinny. But uh, we got to get to that one. But uh, an emotional uh, Kyle Bush, his final race with Joe Gibbs Racing. We played that audio two weeks ago. Uh, Joe Gibbs, 50 seconds worth. I'm surprised he didn't say more, but uh, it is what it is. If they wanted to get that deal done, they could have got it done. But uh, uh, emotional Kyle Bush with his final race with Joe Gibbs Racing and what he'll remember most about Coy Gibbs, if you haven't uh, read. Uh, God, uh, his son Ty wins the championship uh, on Saturday night. And at 49 years old, uh, Coy Gibbs passes away. He passed away at the same age as his brother, J.D. Gibbs, who's on this show a long time ago, great truck racer, um, you know, the big boss there at Joe Gibbs Racing, but they both pass at 49. Uh, J.D. passed away of, of a degenerative uh, condition in his brain. Uh, we haven't heard of what happened with Coy, but a very tragic. It was uh, shocking to every one of us there. And our thoughts and feelings are certainly with the Gibbs family. Let's hear from Kyle Bush on his final, final race with Joe Gibbs Racing right here, right now. Probably just the adrenaline, the focus, and all of that stuff. Once you put a helmet on, you know, you're, you've got enough stuff going on that you're worried about and everything else. So, um, you know, no different than anything. Of all the trials I've been through this year, um, you know, today was obviously the, the worst of it all um, and the hardest of it all. But um, just... Gave it everything I had, and um, you know that's that's all we had. So um, you know, wish wish it could have been better. Wish it could have been a top five, you know, top three, run a little bit better. But 
I'll take the uh, satisfaction in the uh, Top Gibbs car today. When did you hear the news that it was going to be a much tougher day? Uh, right after all my hospitality run as we were on our way back to the bus that Denny and the Toyota guys were the first to know. What would you, what do you remember most about Floyd? That he was a lot like me, Bob. He, took, he didn't take any bullshit told everybody the way it was and straight to their face, you know, so um, loved Coy for that and for his tenacity, um, you know, he he took on a huge role in filling the, the shoes of his brother and, um, you know, maybe a little bit more on the competition side than the business side in that respect, but he's um, done nothing but try to push us all to, to go forward and to win races and be competitive and, and to be strong and all that, and so uh, honestly, it's that's what I'll remember most about him. But the majority of my thoughts and prayers are obviously with Joe and the family and everybody else, Heather, um, Melissa, all of them. Yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. Uh, my phone blew up um, fairly early in the morning when the announcement made uh, was made that uh, Ty wasn't going to be in the cup car. And then, you know, just talking with people in Media Center, what's what's just bizarre is that, um, yeah, (laughs) Coy was a lot more involved with the business side. Uh, J.D. ran in the truck series and very competitively. J.D. passed at 49 of of a brain issue. We don't know what happened to Coy. It's not really important right now. But they both go at 49 years old. Um, and there was a real pall. I, I hate to use that word, but it just, there was, for a championship Sunday, there was not a, it just didn't have that vibe, at least early in the morning. Once we kind of got into, and they had a big party in the room ad- adjacent to uh, the media center, uh, really nice send off. And that was, you know, very festive. And I think that was really, really good to, you know, just kind of push everybody, kind of push, the, you know, the pig through the snake and get everybody excited about championship weekend and, and kind of move the needle that direction. But, uh, yeah, man, it uh, – my dad went at 39. My mom was freaked out. Every – you know, as I was coming up on 39, she was freaked out. Once I turned 40, she's like, oh, my God, okay, it's all okay now. <laughs> uh, but, uh Yeah. It's uh, it's it's a shame, and, and my thoughts and feelings are all with the, the Gibbs family and such. Also, uh, tough day for Kyle too. And I thought Kyle towards the end had something going on. Business was picking up over there on the 18, and I thought here we go. And Joey Logano, uh, literally from the moment they unloaded, and we've heard me say many times, unload fast because when you unload fast, you just get faster. It's it's really hard to screw everything up. Uh, I've seen people do it, but. And then, you know, Ryan Blaney just being, uh, you know, playing wingman all day long back there. They shuffled him a little bit after the pit stops mid-race. But, um, you know, uh, Ross Chastain was coming late. I, I believe Joey and Ryan were just kind of tooling around. But uh, Ross would have had to driven through Ryan, and I don't think that's going to happen to get uh, to Joey. But, you know, is it, a, is it a popular championship? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a big Joey Logano guy, but... Uh, 
you know, it is what it is, uh, as we like to say. Hey, again, it's uh, it's football weekend, also race weekend as we wind down to 2022 season. But you can still have your time to get to the fastest pit stop out there for all your confection foods, cigars, and beverage needs. Where's that? It's the fastest pit stop in the Rockies. Two locations to serve you. It's Total Beverage, TotalBev.com. Go check it out. You'll be blown away at what Total Beverage has to offer and TotalBev.com. What can I say? We're going to do a local, uh, we're talking a little local Joe, uh, local Joe segment and a little NASCAR with Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com as we'll go local Joe after this. After the hour, it, uh, as we watch a beautiful sunset here from the Ivory Tower, uh, Sid the Kid pushing all the buttons back there. Uh, this here radio program will be up on the podcast on DenverFan.com, the wildly popular DenverFan.com, and then our uh, new audio video streaming podcast at RaceCentralMedia.com, or if you're an early adopter, on the new address, RaceCentral.com. Alive, uh, you know, this fat lady sang a long, long time ago. But uh, uh, good for the Haas guys; they get the pole, like Kevin Magnuson in uh, in Brazil, and then they wrap it all up next weekend. The Formula One season for twenty twenty two will end, and Maxi X for stopping. Uh, they can't take the championship away from him. This thing was settled a long time ago at the Yaz Marina circuit. Uh, also, uh, PDA Road Gear. They've got all the cool stuff for your two- and four-wheeled pride and joy. Denver's oldest radio shop, basic to custom, competitive and affordable, best techs in the industry, longest warranty, lifetime on labor. They've got it all, and they also have that cool in-house radar detection system. Actually, they don't detect the radar. Well, they do detect detect the radar. Uh, Never pay for a speeding ticket again. Contact Guy and his guys, his team of experts and the pros. Uh, Tommy heard us talking about them on the radio at PDAroadgear.com. Photo Joe Starr is hanging on the line, so let's get right to it. Uh, Joey, well, actually, Joey, are you happy that Joey won the championship? I am. Okay. I've been a... I go against the flow, I guess. Yeah, I am a Joey Logano fan. And, uh, um, all of that goes back to probably when Penske was running Dodges. So um, I've met Joey at uh, Vegas a couple of times. And uh, as uh, Vic Fangio would say, he was tall. <laughs> Next man up. Uh, boy, and, and Ryan Blaney, I mean, not, not driving for a championship. I think, I think Ryan might have had a better car. I, mean, I was watching it firsthand, um, but obviously he's not going to go against team orders. But, boy, he was, uh, he was definitely playing the wingman. I don't think Ross Chastain could have got to Joey uh, without uh, really <laughs> wrecking Ryan. And I'm not sure that, uh, that he had enough to, to catch him anyway. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't dislike Joey. I'm just not a Joey guy. Uh, I thought Kyle might have something late. I thought he was going to be the fly in the ointment because he looked pretty strong with about twenty to go, but uh, didn't work out that way. So I don't know. It. it what you? What was your best moment of the season? Do you have one by chance? I don't really have a best moment. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that uh, 
that we got everybody through the season without getting hurt. We have a couple of guys with concussions, which means that we have to go back to the drawing board and uh, uh, do something about this next generation car. Um, you know, it, it, it goes back to way back when, when we lost Richie Evans in the modified race. Um, race car was fine. They got somebody else to drive it the next night, but the driver was 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 gone. Yeah. Um, building the car is too strong. And again, going back to the old days, it's not the old days, but the old days at Colorado, at, at, you know, when the sprint cars would dissipate the energy, but with all the parts flying off of it, um, it, it looked spectacular, but that was really a good thing that uh, that it was dissipating the energy so that it wasn't you know, being absorbed by the driver. Are they still running uh, super mods up there or sprint cars? I, I, I lost track. Super Modifieds had one race this year, and the King of the Wings uh, sprint cars uh, had one weekend where they raced, uh, you know, both on both both days of the Fourth of July weekend. Um, you know, and I I don't know what next season will hold. There was there was going to be a second Super Modified race, but lost it on account of weather. Mm-hmm. We do that does happen here in Colorado. Last I checked, it's only eleven more months until uh, uh, spring, so it's all good. <laughs> that's 90 it's approximately it's 89 days and a couple of hours until the the clash at uh, los los angeles in the coliseum holy and cow after i'll spend another multi-million dollars putting a temporary racetrack in there yeah and it's 100 days till our podium karting uh second annual uh bash after the clash our daytona 500 party all free i, I hope you'll be there um, it's going to be a lot of fun, bigger and better than ever. I'm I'm glad the Clash is coming back. I think as a grizzled old worn-out dude as I am, that thing got my blood pumping. Well, yeah, we're going to spend a lot of money at that, that track, and then we're going to tear it up when it's over with. Wouldn't we be better, better spent to go to someplace like Irwindale or Kern County or Volusia County in Florida or someplace like that and put that money into one of the short track races that uh, – that races all year long and, and supplies young drivers to uh, to work their way up through the NASCAR series. Yeah, see, in the old school thinking like you and I, but see, I, I being in the media, have had to mold said old school thinking. Yeah, but there's no population. They don't want people to have to go more than 10 minutes to put 70,000 people in, in, in a, um, you know, a cereal bowl. And that's what made it work was you know, it's easily accessible. Every freeway joins right there. And I get that. And it, it I must say, it made for a very exciting, uh, I mean, every major out news outlet, I mean, the morning shows were talking about it. Well, sure, that there were historical L.A. Coliseum, which uh, did draw a lot of interest. But after we did it once, is there going to be the same kind of interest for it next year or in years to come? When, and the money would be better spent in the long run at, at, at some of the short tracks that... Uh, I think that, Joe, I think that ship has sailed. I, I just, uh, in this media-driven Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, tweaker, you know, I want it now, I want it now, get out of my way, world, um, you know, TikTok and everything else. I, I just don't see a lot of, you know, Instagrammers, TikTokers, and the, the like going to Irwindale. Well, NASCAR got to where it is today without asking my opinion, and they'll probably they're probably doing just well without <laughs> without getting anything from I, me. I agree with you in a lot of it, but you know, it's uh, the media has completely uh, changed the way the world does everything. And in but you know what, we're talking about uh, about things that NASCAR changed. Well, all of a sudden NASCAR is going back to North Wilkesboro, mm-hmm. and we've signed a big contract to uh, to update the uh, fairground speedway in. Uh, in Nashville, so maybe NASCAR is looking at some of the things that the fans are saying. I agree. So, but they're doing it with seasonal races, not with an exhibition. Um, well, because, the All Star Race going to North Wilkesboro, I, 
I, I can almost guarantee you better when the day that they open the ticket sales, you better oh. get your ticket that day. You think? I mean, how about the Chicago street race? I mean, I talked with Julie Geis, the outgoing president at Phoenix International, and interviewed the an incoming president. And Julie said that the, the, the amount, I mean, the immense amount of, of input and inquiries already into hotels. Uh, how do I get there? Where do I get my tickets? I mean, it's going to be, I mean, I saw a lot of people wearing NASCAR gear flying to Phoenix when I went out on Thursday, and a lot coming back. I mean, I think the whole flight. Uh, but can you imagine what that Chicago race is going to look like? Holy cow. You mean the Chicago race where they had two speedways? They tore one of them down after less than 10 years after they built it, the one in Joliet. The other one is sitting idle with no race on it, but yet we're going to go and run, run on the street in Chicago and think we're going to get a huge crowd. That's what that's what people want. That's what that's what the people are asking for. Don't ask me. I'm not going to fight I just, with you. I just don't get the street races. When you've got a perfectly good racetrack sitting there, um, a street race, I mean, uh, you can't see the whole track. You can only see certain portions of it. Um, you know, and again, it's going to be a street race, which means it's a road course, which means if it's raining, we're going to the fans are expected to sit in the rain and watch watch a race. I don't agree <sighs> with racing in the rain. I don't like racing street races and Other than that, NASCAR is doing a great job. Oh man, Joey, you didn't take your mood your mood uh, mellowing pill this morning. Uh, I agree. I mean, because I'm a racer, I agree with with almost everything you're saying. Except, I work in this medium, and I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of people, and I listen to what's going on, and it's all about bling bling and ching ching. I mean, it's just it's kind of you know kind of the way it is. I've got a couple more. I'm not done. Uh, Well, you you want to stick around? Well, no. World Baseball Classic is going to take place in Phoenix the same same time as the uh, the NASCAR weekend this year in March. Let's why don't we talk a little racing next segment? Okay, and we'll do a little local Joe stuff. Okay, <laughs> Sid, do I do I got to get out of here? Now I got we've got a minute, so uh, let's talk about it. So, up oh, there goes the music. Okay, so Joey, stick around. Uh, uh, you're going to oh. yell at me some more, and uh, we're going to talk a little. We're talking a little bit, little more racing. How's that? How's that sound? You want to talk about pricing for a Formula One race in Vegas? Oh, do you believe that? Yikes. I'm going, but I mean, go, God. Go, go sell a commercial. We'll be right uh, back. Okay, oh yeah. Are we going to go to the Chili Bowl or what? If if you get credentials for me, I'm there. All right. Well, I've, I've, I've already got approval from the War Department, so we'll, we'll talk about that, too. Uh, and, boy, Johnny Schatz, uh, how great. 306 feature wins, uh, um, you know, moves from the doldrums up into the you know, being a serious contender, but uh, Brad Sweet, the big cat, uh, does it four in a row. It's photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com, uh, right there. A total beverage, you're, you're well, the fastest pit stop for all your cigars, confection foods. Easy for me to say. And beverage needs two locations to serve you. And TotalBev.com. Also, Colpar's Hobby Town. Hey, holiday season is coming. If Fred doesn't have it, it probably doesn't exist. They have two locations to serve you. And on the web at Colpar.com. I'm the insider. We're going to come back with uh, Grouchy Joe Starr right after this. After the hour, as we go, last call here on the uh, Race Central Radio Show, The Drive from 3 to 5 
Brought to you in part by Total Beverage, your fastest and best stop for all your confection food, cigars, and beverage needs. Go on in and see them tonight. Get your uh, football goodies and your race goodies to sit back and, uh, you know, do what uh, what we like to do at TotalBev.com. We're talking to uh, Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Joe, tickets for Chicago went on sale last Thursday. <laughs> Are you there? I'm there. No. You're, you're, you're a little weak on the on your end. Repeat the question, please. I just said that uh, tickets went on sale uh, for Chicago last Thursday. Did you get yours? Okay. Um, unfortunately, it's, uh, for me, it's probably it's during the race season, and I will be uh, I'll be tied up with my commitments here in Colorado. Oh God, you are hilarious, uh, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Johnson jumping on board. I think this is really good for the sport and really good for Petty. Well, it is. I mean, Petty Enterprises. I mean, we talked about Richard Petty winning all the championships and this and that and everything else. Well, you know how many years it was before Petty amassed a million dollars in earnings? And now the 35th guy in NASCAR is going to make more than a million dollars in one year. So, I mean, Petty Enterprises, it's no longer Petty Enterprises, of course. But, you know, they didn't have the money that some of the others did, the Hendricks and the the Childress and things like that. So getting an influx of cash and a Another seven-time champion on board uh, should help with the marketing program to bring some people on board. There's no doubt. And, and uh, you know, we saw how good Eric Jones was when he was here in the 77 car at Furniture Row. A super talented guy. He's just he had some ups and downs and, you know, not been with um, uh, top teams and, and you know per se. And, you know, he won uh, the Southern 500, which, boy, the same, ironically, the first race Furniture Row ever run, one was a, a Southern 500 with Regan Smith behind the wheel. How ironic. Well, very good, and they they backed that up, didn't? Uh, uh, didn't Martin Truex win the Southern Five Hundred driving for Furniture Row? Also, I think he did. Yeah, a few years In later, fact, but... didn't he dominate the race? Uh, just there was only a few laps he didn't run. Yeah, he didn't lead. It, it, it was yeah, it was it was a boat race. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. Uh, are, are, you, are you in a better mood now? I'm a, I'm in a good mood all the time for <laughs> talking you. race car stuff. I know you are, buddy. Um, so. Uh, where am I going to go here? Um, oh, did you see um, the float that they're going to have in the Rose Parade? Sure. It'll How be honoring cool the 75th anniversary of NASCAR at the uh, the Tournament of Roses, which will also be highlighting the, the clash at the uh, L.A. Coliseum. That's cool, though. That's good for our sport. Yes, it is. Uh, for us to be recognized, or excuse me, for the racing community to be recognized in the and the uh, the daddy of them all, the Rose Bowl Parade is is a tremendous acknowledgement. Well, it's just a, a, another another point. In fact, expose the brand to you know the tier threes, fours, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tens, because that's where our our future audience um, will come from. Uh, I guess I got to ask, what do you think of Ross Chastain's move at Martinsville? It was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, we hope we don't. Uh, don't see that uh, at other tracks and stuff. I mean, I think that should be a one and done type deal. But they were talking about it at Phoenix, you know, and they because Phoenix was built before we before they you know had the soft walls. So if you look down the what they now refer to the back chute at Phoenix, you you it would make another right hand turn where the where the, the soft leg. wall ends yeah. to go around to the other side. So if they tried that at Phoenix, there'd be a huge crash right there in the what do they call that turn four now i think yeah it's it's uh i gotta tell you though that fan zone that they have there at the pir is something to behold um i mean a lot of people could learn a lot about how to really accommodate 
And I mean, for fifteen dollars for a, a freaking you know uh, white claw, I mean, how do they do it and make a profit, right? I mean, it's it's something to behold. Well, um, you know, <clears throat> try being a photographer and make your way to the victory lane thing. With, with that crowd's already there, you got to get you need to get to uh, to victory lane earlier. You'll you'll be fighting your way through the crowd to get in there. Yeah, for, but you the, know what? They've got those. They go forward on both sides so that the fans can get in there and get a great look. And for they have the. They have the Maricopa County sheriffs there to make sure that we can uh, that we don't have all the fans in the in the stand when we're when we're trying to shoot the photo of the of the the, the victory victory uh, celebration. Yeah, it's it's quite a uh, yeah. If it's if, like it was last Sunday uh, with Joey boat racing everybody, you might as well just get after the first stage, just go camp uh, right there at uh, at uh, you know, Victory Circle. <laughs> well, last time I was there, I was on the roof up above uh, on both sides of the start finish line, got shots and. Uh, um, you know, went to the outside, went to the inside. Um, you know, uh, you can stand in one place and shoot all day long, but all your pictures look the same. So we moved around a lot, and and actually from up on top of the roof, uh, they they actually got a couple of spots where you're, you're allowed to shoot for a little while. You're up there with all the rich high, high rollers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people coming out of the suites to to sit up on top and stuff. Um, you know, so it you know it it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a lot of work. Uh, you get a lot of miles. I mean, you, if you're counting your steps at Phoenix, uh, believe me, uh, what do they recommend? Five thousand, ten thousand per day, whatever it is, you're way past. Oh that. yeah, I think my Fitbit broke. I had it on. I don't know if it yeah. broke or whatever. Uh, but it was, it was 75, a little breeze. It was, you know, really sucked. That's why they go to Phoenix for the, the uh, season finale. Um, so uh, on the on the local front, uh, your thoughts in the season of 2022. Well, I think in some cases uh, uh, the crowds were back. Uh, crowds were, were very good at some of the racetracks for some of the events. Um, you know, and I, I, I look forward to 2023 being even better. Um, unfortunately, uh, I-25 Speedway in Pueblo uh, uh, did not open this year. Um, we're hoping that to see it open again uh, uh, for 2023 when they get whatever issues that they had resolved. Uh, Cheyenne was facing some difficulties, and they're, they're on board for next year also. Good. So, Glad to hear that. Um, Highway 92 up there is doing doing pretty good. You know, Butch and the dirt track, Butch and Joey with the dirt tracks here in eastern Colorado are doing well. Um, Joey's talking about a lot of things for next year. I'm not sure what we can talk about at this point or what we can't talk about. He's Joey's pulling what Harry's got left out, trying to schedule <laughs> things around the tracks in western Kansas, western Nebraska, and you know, eastern Colorado, trying to make sure he doesn't step on any toes. So I don't envy that him on that, uh, but. Uh, you know, he's doing his best to try and make sure that uh, he keeps that track alive and well, too. I'm sure he will. And there's, and I'll, I know you won't always say it, but I'll say it. You know, the rumors of another World Outlaw show, I talked uh, with a lot of the fellows, went, uh, not just at Knoxville, but when I was at, um, uh, was talking about a track that bit the dust, I 80 after 35 years, they're going to make it uh, more of a junkyard. How exciting is that? And I know the owner worked really, really hard to find someone to take it over and keep it operating as a track, but <clears throat> the junkyard next door needs a space. So guess what? I 80 is now a junkyard. Um, and Lakeside, though, but they really liked coming to Calhan. Uh, you know, I think it was 2017 when they came. They enjoyed it. They had a lot of fun, and I know that the Joey's working hard to, to make it even bigger and cooler and whatever, and I really I, I hope, my fingers are crossed, that, uh, that the BST fellows get that r- wrangled up because I sure had a good time. Well, what Joey did tell me was that it will be a midweek race, which means I'll be able to go. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the backdrop on between turn three and four are all those uh, pine trees, so you get a unique uh, unique background to the 
for for the pictures you take of the cars. That might be changing, but I don't, I don't know. So, well, uh, you know, if if he does have to expand the track, I think that he can go, he can extend it on both the north and the south ends. Yeah, that's that's from what I hear. So, uh, Chili Bowl, uh, I'll get you credentialed. Uh, I'm flying. If you're probably driving. Doesn't matter if you're flying. I mean, I'm going to fly to uh, Pensacola here in December, so I should be oh, a veteran right. flyer again by the time we go to the Chili Bowl. Yeah, and don't need uh, masks either. Well, I mean, I'm going to go down. I know we've got two locals, uh, both uh, Jace Hansen and Preston Peltier, are both uh, entered in the uh, in the Snowball Derby, and Preston's also in the Snowflake. So, uh, are currently entered right now, and I just saw something where Noah Grayson's going. Greg's ah, gonna, yeah, no, yeah, yes, yeah, that go ten there times and, fast. And run and uh, you know, so I mean, we're still. Well, I guess we're only two or three weeks away from it, but anyway, they're still still adding entries to it, and. Uh, I mean, literally, we're going to step off the airplane on December 1, and uh, one of the guys will already be there. He'll pick us up, and uh, we will head straight to the track because they've got two or three main events to run that day, too. Joey, have a great weekend. Always love catching up with you. We'll talk more offline about uh, Chili Bowl. But uh, as always, a great guest on Race Central on the radio, Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Joey, have a great weekend. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, there he goes, my man, my, my good friend. I'm honored to call him a good friend. Uh, Race Central, the drive is brought to you by our good friends at PDA Road Gear. It's, uh, yeah, uh, Denver's oldest radio shop, basic to custom, competitive and affordable. They do have the best techs in the industry, longest warranty, which is lifetime on all of the service. And no matter what it is, uh, sound systems, you know, racks, mud guards, interiors. I mean, I guess it, the list is incredible. Don't take my word for it. Just go to PDAroadgear.com or call Guy. He's our guy, and uh, his team will help you out. Really terrific, folks. I'm getting my sound system redone there as we speak. It's PDAroadgear.com. Also, uh, Podium Carding and Event Center. Save the date 100 days from now. Uh, the, uh, the big, our second annual bash after the clash at Podium Carding Center. PodiumCarding.com. Keep it all tracked uh, and keep track of all at uh, at their website or at Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, PodiumCarting.com. Also, Coyote Motorsports, uh, Denver's only star-certified Yamaha dealer, one of the top CF Moto dealers in the country. Short drive up by 25, 0% financing. They got all the good stuff right there at CoyoteMotorsports.com. Also, Total Bev, your fastest and best stop for cigars, confection foods, all your beverage needs, two locations to serve you, TotalBev.com. And the holidays are coming. Colpar.com. They've been with us. It's Fred's place for a decade or longer because that's our place. It's Colpar's Hobbytown.com, as we like to call it, Fred's place. Holidays are coming, gift certificates, all the good stuff for the big or little, well, fan of RC cars and all the hobbyist stuff anybody could need. Who's that? Colpar.com. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Thanks to Bonneville for letting me do what I do. Sid the Kid. Uh, this show and all the great interviews will be up on DenverFan.com after the show. And go to uh, well, RaceCentralMedia.com and see the new video streaming podcast there, too. Have a great weekend. Do something nice for somebody. Happy Veterans Day. I'm the Insider. We'll see you next week. <laughs>